Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, October 27th, and we are here answering financial questions. You know why? Because we love it. It's so much fun for us to do this. I was um, very much excited, Mark, because I I happened to notice that we rolled through an anniversary that we did not celebrate. I I had to tell you that on the radio show, we have a weekend radio show. I, I don't know if you realized it, but over the summer, we did our 600th show. It was fast, like that crept up on us. But now all of a sudden, you know, we've been doing this daily podcast since just the beginning of COVID. So I think our first day that we were like, okay, we're doing this more than twice a week was March 14th of 2020. And we just keep doing it day after day because Mark and I are voyeurs. We love hearing what's going on in your financial lives. And we think you're compelling. You know, what's great about it. We used to have guests and all, and I like my guests, believe me. I, I sometimes I really do like having like a deep dive, you know, kind of wonky conversation, but there's nothing better than hearing your voices on the air with us and we just get down to it. So we're, we're really psyched and we love talking to you. And if you've got a financial question, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Don't forget to let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. And today we have a recidivist listener. It's Christian from Virginia. And Christian, why did you get in touch with us to begin with way back when? Wow. Okay. So this is probably the third time that I've talked with you guys. The first time was an email and you answered the email. And that was probably trying to figure out something with allocation in our Roth IRAs. And so you encouraged us to max out our Roth IRAs, which we did and was very smart. Yeah. Then the second time it was figuring out allocations in normal retirement funds. 
And the advice has been good so far. So I came back. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, Mark, if that's not proof of concept, I don't know what is. So tell us what's going on with you and how we can help you out for the third time's a charm. And by the way, Mark, don't let this guy come back on three times enough. I'm just kidding. You come on as much as you want. So uh, what's going on today? Yeah, absolutely. So my wife and I are uh, 30 and 27, and we're kind of wondering what to do with recent raises. So between my annual promotion, uh, my annual raise, I'm sorry, and her uh, promotion she just got, we're going to make an additional $22,000 a year. Wow. Um, Wait, what were you making? Probably combined, it was close to 130. So now it's about 150. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. So she'll make, she's in public education. So she'll make $64,000 and I'm good. And I make $86,000. I work for a, for a nonprofit organization. And so we're just kind of figuring out, should we sock it away in our emergency fund or should we ramp up what we contribute to retirement? That's kind of the, the big question. Okay. Let's do a few other things. So you're 30 and 27. Do you have any children? No, we do not. We probably going to have children in a couple of years. How much money you just mentioned beef up your emergency reserves, then how much money is in your emergency reserve fund? About, I would say fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars in a liquid emergency fund, and then we have ten thousand uh, in I bonds okay. that we could tap into. Right, if you had to. And do you guys live in a home that you own or are you renting? We do live in a home that we own. Um, we have about, I would say, $220,000 left on the mortgage. And the home's probably worth, I would say, three fifty dollars to three seventy-five. dollars uh, Do you happen to know the um, uh, rate on the mortgage? 2875 Okay. How about retirement accounts? So first let's do your wife. Cause you said she's an educator. Would she, if she stuck around long enough, be entitled to a pension? She would be entitled to a pension. Her plan's kind of hybrid. So there's a portion that's kind of like a typical retirement account, but the pension portion, I just put numbers in the calculator. If she stays you know, long enough to retirement age, it would probably be about $20,000 a year. That's just our guess. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then what else does she have? A 457 or a 403B? I believe it's a 457, uh-huh. um, but her all of hers is pre-tax okay. um, contributions there. How much is she putting in there? She puts in about 5% of her salary in that. And then I think it's 4% goes into the pension portion. And what about you and your, oh, let me ask, well, I'm sorry, one other question. What's the value of her 457 plan right now? Between the, there are two separate accounts. I'm not sure how they split out. One's a 457, one's a 401A. Between those two, it's probably about $15,000. Okay, now let's get to you. So I contribute, I just upped it since I got my annual raise. So I now contribute 10% to my company's plan. And that's all Roth contributions. And they throw in 12% each year. What? Yeah. So they'll match dollar for dollar, 4%. And then they give everyone 8% once a year. Just because. That's a sweet benefit. And you like it there. You're going to stick around. Oh yeah. They're very, they are, they are fantastic. I I'm very happy to be working there. Once you upped it to 10%, how was the cash flow? I mean, I know that you have this extra money, but how does, how did it feel? Did it feel like 
um, we have even more money or what do you have now like left over? Do you think? I still have a little bit left over on that side. So I think I still, my take home pay is up, you know, maybe like a hundred bucks a month or something. So it's not like I'm hurting for having upped that a little bit. And we're just kind of getting used to her paychecks because hers was, was the real raise. It was you know, like $18,000 or something crazy like that. Uh-huh. Um, and so we're just getting used to her new paycheck. And we're mm-hmm. thinking it's probably going to be like $1,100 a month extra out there. So it's it's a nice chunk of money. How much money do you think you actually spend every month just out of curiosity? No, I'm not going to hold you to it. And, and you can be, you know, it can be a little bit bigger. Yeah, we'll go on the I suppose the bigger side of things. So all of our expenses, and this doesn't inc- this doesn't uh, account for maxing out our Roth or any like long term savings. We probably spend fifty five hundred dollars a month. You know what I think you should do? Your inclination of should you you first started this like we have extra money? Should we beef up our emergency reserve? Yes, definitely. I think that emergency reserve should come up to I don't know probably at least twice that. I would do that also because especially if you're going to have kids in the next few years, we would like you to have a little bit of liquidity. You know, I really think that's important. And is there any work that you need to do in your home in anticipation that like you're going to have a baby? Do you have to like re-outfit a room or anything like that in the future? No, we had a water problem uh, earlier this year. So we've got new floors upstairs. So, you know, that takes care of the the big house projects. Good, good, great. I mean, I think it would be great if you guys could use this time, you know, I don't know, it's three months, it's six months, whatever it is. If if you had, you know, this thousand dollars a month going into the emergency reserve fund, see how you're doing, get that going. And then I'm thinking, I mean, you do your wife is a because she's an educator, I I I don't think you have to have 12 months that's saved in the bank, but I do think six months would be great for you. And that would mean you'd you'd have about 30 grand. So you know, if you could save a little bit more money in there and get that number up, and then I do think putting more money into a retirement account makes sense. The thing that I was wondering is that oftentimes teachers have plans that when they have their deferred comp, the plans themselves kind of suck, like they're often big fat insurance contracts. Do you happen to know what the plan is that your wife is offered in the 457 slash 401a. Just also is what's your 401k? Mine's with principal and I, I'm not a huge fan of the fees. It's invested in index funds. But yeah, but the principal itself is high fees, right? You're both maxing your Roth IRAs already, right? Correct. Where are the Roth IRAs held right now, Christian? Well, mine is split between Vanguard and I have some held directly with American funds, but uh, hers is held with Vanguard as well. All right. So why don't you guys, this is what I think we should do. Right now you have 25 grand in emergency reserve. Let's get that to 30, 35, you know, with more liquid. Okay. Then once that's done, I think open a brokerage account and get it invested in low cost index funds. And, you know, you can even think of it as like, we're building the slush fund for the baby fund because, you know, things start, right? That's what I would do. I don't, th- you're going to have a lot of retirement money. You're doing a very good job saving for retirement. I know this sa- probably to many people listening sounds sacrosanct that we are like, 
oh, you're not telling him to max out the retirement. It's just because these plans aren't so hot and the cost of investing for you guys is pretty low in the other places that we're, we, again, if you're listening, we're talking when we say other places, a Fidelity, a Schwab, a Vanguard, a TD Ameritrade, a T. Rowe Price. These are places that offer very cheap index funds and they create platforms that are really easy to use. So I think that would be our advice. How does that sound for you, Christian? I feel like a brokerage account feels good and it makes sense because it's something that we could tap into because I feel like we're doing an okay job saving each month for, you know, like trips or if we need to like our short-term savings that we need. Yeah. But you're doing a great job, not just an okay job. You're doing a great job. I am more, I have to say, I, at least I am more of a fan of having you guys really try to build up your liquidity. Again, if you were in this incredible plan where it was really cheap, I would say, yeah, let's do it. And we can build this other stuff up later. But now, why not do it now? I think it's great. So uh, she has, my wife has some student loans. Some of them are being forgiven because she's a, uh, she'd been a public school teacher in a low-income school for a certain period of time. Um, but, what, but what we found out during the loan forgiveness, we had been paying um, all during COVID to try and get her loan balance down um, for the rest of what wasn't covered. We've read that we can um, get kind of a refund on yes. what we paid, which is great. Um, so we would have about $8,000 as long as it processes coming back to us. My question is, we did um, get a car recently. Can I just throw that amount at our car loan or is there a better way to spend that $8,000? What is the interest rate on the car loan? Pretty sure it's 3.3%. And what's the other student loan debt that will remain when the clock starts ticking again in January? So there actually won't, as long as this, as long as her big chunk of teacher forgiveness comes through, Mm -hmm. that'll take care of the rest. So there won't be any additional loans. Yeah. Mark, you want to pay down the the, uh, car loan or you want to put that in the, um, in the savings account and just then start the brokerage account immediately? How much more is left on that car loan? It's a $30,000 loan. Oof. I don't know. Maybe go half and half. I was going to say, let's split the difference. I was going to say pay down the loan. How about this? Half and half. Put half the money in your emergency reserve. Now you've funded it. And now start off with your beautiful new brokerage account. Get going with that and uh, click away at the car loan. That I mean, it'll be fine. You're going to pay it off. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Now with all this extra cash flow, the sky's the limit for you, Christian. Nice. How should I allocate that brokerage account? Is it just like any of my retirement accounts or is it kind of I would different? Go a little bit, I, I would do it like the retirement accounts, a little less risk. Mark, what's the uh, allocation you would prefer to start the brand new brokerage account, which is sort of like, let's call it the, the pre-child account, potentially supplemental retirement account? Yeah, a little less risk. I wouldn't go 100% stocks, but I also wouldn't make it 50-50 either. I would probably say 70-30 stocks to bonds, something along that those lines. I think, uh, yeah. And if, you, if you're getting freaked out about it, but just remember less risk in that account because you might need it sooner. That makes a lot of sense. Fantastic. I love when we make sense, Mark. It's just amazing. Everything else set, you got life insurance, you have your uh, wills and your, your healthcare proxies, all that done. 
Yeah, we have uh, $300,000 term life policies on each other. Um, we have just like a basic, you know, whatever you get from the program and download and print and sign out. We have a basic yeah. will. Do we need a, uh, the other thing was a medical directive or something? Yeah. So we call this, the, the big term for this is a healthcare proxy. I would say uh, it's actually important. You can actually complete this kind of a form. Like I, I just filled one out because a friend of mine in New York needed one fast. And I, I like went to the New York state website site, printed it out, and we completed it for her. But you probably can do it yourself, but you can also kind of get it online and just make sure that it is in line with the state form. It's usually just a form. And it's just saying, I, Christian, say my wife can make a healthcare decision on my behalf. And while that is seems kind of like, why do I need that? I'm fine. I'm 30 years old. You should talk about it. If something weird were to happen, what would you want done? And just have it down on paper and then you never have to worry about it again. And the other piece of this is uh, if you are starting to think about kids, I think you're going to probably need some more life insurance. So just keep that in the back of your mind. You don't have to do it this second, but I'm pretty sure you're going to need some extra coverage. Like, do we want to wait until kids or just get it like leading up? It's hard. I mean, so the best practice is to do it before she gets pregnant because you can develop weird pregnancy health issues that will preclude you from getting coverage. Uh, How much should they get, Mark? How much more do you think? I mean, it's so cheap. They're young. It's going to be so cheap for them. So, I mean, I I would even say upwards of a million bucks each. I was going to say, I was just going to say, like, let's go price out a, you know, a million dollar 20 or 30 year term policy and just get it. And if you don't need it and if you decide not to have kids and it was extra coverage in a few years, you can just cancel it and get rid of it. But let's go price it out and see see what happens for you guys. I think it's worth having. And it's certainly it's always easier to get these things when you don't need them than when you do. Okay, that's great. Fabulous. All right, my friend, you are ready to rock and roll and get on your way. Third time's a charm. Very excited about it. I love people who call back. It's it's like, where are they now? You remember those series, Mark? Do you want to know where someone is now? Like whatever happened to so-and-so? What happened to Isaac, the bartender on the love boat? Is he alive? I hope so. I don't know. What happened to him? All right. If you have been a uh, on the air with us in the past or you've sent us an email and you want to update us on your situation, give us a holler. We do like that. It's kind of fun. Or if you're brandy new and you want to talk to us and let us know what's going on, we'd also love to have you. Just go to jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. Mark does everything else while you're on the website. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter and do pre-order the book, The Great Money Reset. We would very much appreciate that. All right. And oh, wait, one other thing. Could you please leave us a rating and review on Apple? We'd very much appreciate it. Do something nice for someone else today. Great growth, Grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 